You're listening to the Effortless Life Podcast, Episode 17. In today's episode, I'm sharing the surprising truth about motivation that even smart entrepreneurs don't understand so that you can stay ahead of the game and know exactly how to get and stay motivated no matter what challenges come your way. You're about to learn the major motivation mistake that keeps you feeling lost, stuck, and struggling. I'm also going to show you why motivation sometimes just seems to vanish into thin air and also how to get it back. Plus, I'm going to teach you the one powerful shift you need to make to harness the power of your inner motivation so you can continually reach the next level in your life and business even when you don't feel motivated. You ready? Let's dive in. Globally ranked among the top shows in business and education, we're changing the way entrepreneurs work by changing the way they think about work. If you're ready to run your business like a real CEO, instead of your business running you, you're in the right place. You don't have to work as hard as you think you do to create the influence, income, and impact you deserve. It's time for a new way to do business. This is the Effortless Life Podcast. Here's your host, Courtney Elmer. Hey, what's up, my friend? Welcome to the Effortless Life Podcast, where we help you maximize your income, your influence, and your impact without maxing out your time, energy, or effort. We want to help you reach the next level of growth and create effortless success in all areas of your life in a way that's smart and sustainable. Because when I say effortless, not only do I mean easily and effortlessly, I literally mean creating a life that doesn't depend solely on your hard work or effort. And today's topic is one that not many people out there are talking about, which makes it even more important that you're listening to this and learning with me today, because what you're about to discover is powerful. And when you apply it, it can literally change the course of your life and business and give you a massive leg up on your competition. But before we jump in, I've just got to give a shout out to our featured listener of the week. Tiffany at TNT Devolution. Tiffany says, OMG, Courtney and her podcast entered my life just when I needed her most. Her energy is contagious and it spills out of this show. Entrepreneurship can get so lonely. And girl, you bring bold effervescence that casts out all the darkness. Thank you for being a shining light. Just hurry up and make more episodes. Tiffany, thank you so much for these kind words. And if you would, do us a favor, DM us over on Instagram, let us know your best shipping address. We have a little something to drop in the mail to you as our way of saying thank you for being one of our loyal listeners. And remember, when you leave us a five-star review, we might just feature you as our next listener of the week and give you a shout out too, right here on the show. Okay, so let me ask you this. Have you ever struggled with staying motivated? You create these elaborate plans and set big goals. You start off strong, but then 6 a.m. rolls around and suddenly you don't feel like doing that workout you promised yourself you would do. I'll just do it tomorrow, you tell yourself, rationalizing all the reasons why you should stay in bed and catch up on your sleep. But then tomorrow somehow becomes the weekend, which rolls into next week, which rolls into this elusive place called one day where I believe 99% of all human productivity is stored. 
Can you relate? Let me just say you are so not alone. In fact, this exact scenario has played out in my own life more times than I would like to admit. And I can sit here and tell you a million stories about the workouts that I've missed because I've started the week with the best of intentions, but life happened. And my workout that I wanted to do on Monday got pushed from one day to the next until I said, oh, I'll just get back on track next Monday. You can probably relate to that, right? Look, life comes with a lot of learning curves. And if you're in business for yourself, then you really know all too well what I'm talking about because you don't have anyone holding you accountable but you. All those things you say you want to do that keep getting pushed to the back burner. What's the deal? Why does this happen? Well, what you're going to find out in a few moments is something that very few high achievers know. And when you take this and start applying it, you're going to be amazed at how easy it becomes to get and stay motivated. Now, maybe you've heard that saying that some people watch it happen, some people make it happen, and some people stand by and say, what happened? We all know that it doesn't matter how good your intentions are. You can't reach the next level just wishing for it. There's got to be some action to back it up. And the key is making sure it's the right action to get you where you want to go. And we want to make sure you're falling into the make it happen category, not just sitting there and watching your life pass you by or waking up one day and wondering, how did I get here? See, too many industry experts, and I'm putting that in air quotes, claim that all you need to stay motivated and take action, no matter what comes your way, is to be more disciplined, commit to the journey, be harder on yourself, go easier on yourself, give yourself grace, blah, 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 blah. And guess what? They're all wrong. Why? Because none of these solutions get to the root of what's really going on or helps you understand why motivation has this crazy ability to just suddenly disappear in the first place. Yet once you understand how motivation really works, that's when you start seeing results that stick. And it's not as complicated or as mysterious as you might think. Okay, so the first thing you need to understand about motivation is that there are actually two ways to be motivated, either toward the things you want and desire or away from the things that you don't want. Now, when you're focused toward what you want, it's called positive motivation. When you're focused away from what you want, it's called negative motivation. All right, so I want you to write this down or make a note to come back to this if you're not somewhere where you can safely write this down right now. The more toward focused you are, the more motivated you become. The more motivated you become, the more rewarding your goals will feel when you hit them. However, away from or negative motivation will always give you an inconsistent result. That's because if you're focused on the thing you don't want, your motivation will actually go down. Because the closer you get to your goal, the further away you're getting from the thing that's motivating you. This is why you will always wind up back at the same place if you only use or rely on away from motivation. If you're only focused on the things you don't want as your motivators. I'm going to give you an example of this in just a minute to really help wrap your brain around this concept. So stick with me. Because when you understand what's going on with motivation, you can use it to help you. Okay, so there's two pieces to this. First things first, here on the show, you've heard me talk before about your unconscious mind. It is the most powerful tool in your possession. We're not going to get real deep into that today. All you really need to understand is that your unconscious mind doesn't process 
negative language. Negatives are words like don't, won't, can't, even but. All of these words are an extra hoop for your brain to jump through. When I think back to the birthday sleepover parties I used to go to as a girl, there would always be someone who would shout out, okay, guys, I'm putting on my pajamas. Don't look. And what would everyone do? They would turn and look. Why? Because your brain has to do the thing you're telling it not to do in order not to do it. Let me say that again. Your brain has to do the thing you're telling it not to do in order not to do it. Now, this works really well with kids, too. If you're constantly telling your kids, don't do this, don't do that, it will be harder for them to listen because their little brains are trying to process what you're telling them. And they're going to be more inclined to do the thing you're telling them not to do before they cannot do it. So here's something to really pay attention to. If you have kids, next time you go to discipline them or correct them, tell them what you do want them to do instead. I have literally trained my family members, extended family, everybody on how to do this with my son, AJ. And we're really mindful of it in our house because it makes such a huge difference. I have never seen a toddler listen as well as my son does. And I do not say that to brag. He definitely has his own challenges. We all have good days and bad days, just like any other family. But I say this as proof that it works. So instead of saying, don't color on the wall, then tell them what you do want. Color only on paper, for example. Okay, so now that we've established this, in order to communicate as clearly as possible to your brain, both on a conscious and an unconscious level, you need to eliminate the extra hoop. Eliminate the negative language and just say it how you want it. So instead of don't look, say, look the other way. See, here's the big mistake so many high achievers make. Without realizing it, they're constantly focusing on the things they don't want, the things they don't want to happen, the results they don't have yet, the reasons or excuses for why they can or can't do something. Most of them are saying things like, I can't do that because I don't have the money or I don't have the expertise, or I won't be able to hit this goal because of XYZ reason, or I don't want to lose money on this or waste time. So therefore I have to do it all myself because it's faster or whatever story they're telling themselves that unknowingly is causing them to stay stuck. So the first step in all this, before we can even get to the motivation piece, is that I want you to start paying attention to the words that come out of your mouth and the negative language you might be using unaware. It helps to have Someone close to you, maybe your significant other, someone who's with you a lot, kids are also really good at this, to call you out when they hear you say things like, I can't, or I don't, or I won't. So listen to the following statements and questions and see if you can feel a shift in energy. I can't do that because blah, 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 versus how can I make this work? How about I don't want X, Y, or Z? Versus, what do I want? What about, I won't be able to do that because whatever reason. Versus, well, what am I able to do with the resources that I have, with the time that I have, with the knowledge that I have? Can you see how just shifting the subtle way we speak can start to shift our focus and therefore consciously shift where our energy is going? This is the first piece. And now we're going to plug this into the context of motivation, of being either positively motivated, focused on the thing that you want and using that as your motivation, or negatively motivated, focusing on the thing you don't want and relying on that to motivate you. 
So let me give you a really easy example to wrap your mind around. And if you want a visual of this, there's a video up on my Facebook page where you can actually see me demonstrate what I'm about to walk you through. I'm so visual that this really helps me. I demo this at my live events and retreats too, and it's really helpful. So you can go check out my Facebook page. Just look at the videos and you'll find it right there under the motivation video. Okay, so let's say you want to lose a few pounds, whether it's two or 20 or 200. And I use weight loss as an example simply because it's an easy one for all of us to wrap our mind around. In any case, regardless of how much weight a person wants to lose, what do most people do? They start off by focusing on what they don't want. They don't like the way they look in pictures. They don't like feeling tired all the time or having low energy. They don't like feeling a lack of confidence when they look in the mirror, or they don't like the fact that their clothes just don't fit them well anymore. So picture this. If your focus is on the thing that you don't want, and let's say those things were physically present in the room with you right now, it would be as if you're turned toward them, right? You're focused on them. You're looking at them. Guess what? This means your back is turned away from the things you do want. You can't see them. They're literally not in your line of sight. So using this example, someone who sets some weight loss goals using the things they don't want or don't like as their motivation, they're going to start off strong, but eventually that motivation will start to wane. They'll get excited at the get-go, though. They're really motivated because they don't want to look or feel this way, that way anymore. So they start eating better. Maybe they hire a nutritionist. They start going to the gym a few times a week. They start to see some progress. And at first it's encouraging, but the further along they get, In other words, the more weight they lose, they actually are getting farther away from the thing that's motivating them in the first place. It's kind of counterintuitive, right? But it makes sense. See, if you rely on the thing you don't want as your motivator, that means the closer you get to your goal, the further away you're getting from the thing that's motivating you. Maybe you've had an experience of this. I know I have. Using the weight loss example, we call it the plateau, where you feel like you're stuck. You feel like you're not making any progress. So you hit that plateau. The weight stops coming off. And maybe you start to say things to yourself like, oh, well, if I'm not making any progress, what's the point? It's such hard work to try to lose this weight. If these extra five pounds aren't going to budge, then maybe I'll just order the extra glass of wine or have the dessert. What, what's the big deal? What's it going to hurt? And what happens? slowly the weight starts to creep back on a little at a time not really noticeable until eventually they wind up right back where they started close to the thing that was motivating them to lose the weight in the first place and they look in the mirror and they don't like what they see they don't feel confident or comfortable in their skin or in their clothes and so they say to themselves i gotta do something to lose this weight and they start all over again back at square one and the cycle just continues Once again, they're two or 20 or 200 pounds heavier, and suddenly they feel motivated to lose that weight as fast as possible. Their motivation is suddenly back. They feel this drive to start eating well again and get in the gym and detox or whatever. And I hope that listening to me explain this, you can get a mental picture of what's actually going on here under the surface when it comes to motivation. Like I said, if you're really visual or if you just want to see a visual of this, go check out the video up on my Facebook page where you can actually see me demonstrate this for you. So this is the cycle that most people stay stuck in. Now, you know that what's actually happened is that by using the things you don't want as your motivators, you've simply gotten so far away from the thing or things that were motivating you that in order to feel motivated again, you have to get back closer to those things that were motivating you in the first place. So it creates this yo-yo effect. It produces inconsistent results. 
This is why motivation, inevitably, when you stay focused on what you don't want and rely on that as your motivation, your motivation will start to wane and you'll wind up right back where you start. Does this make sense? Are you with me? And now that you know how motivation works, you can use it to your advantage. This is where this all gets really exciting. Now you know that when you feel that motivation start to wane, you can shift your focus and energy toward the thing you want. So let's use the same weight loss example. Let's say that maybe you start off feeling motivated by wanting to lose a pounds because you don't like whatever, X, Y, or Z. That's fine. It's usually easier to identify what you don't want versus what you do want, at least in the beginning. But then when you do feel your motivation start to dip, you can redirect your energy and ask yourself, what do I want? What is losing this weight going to do for me? What will it mean for me personally when this happens? Get clear on that. Maybe it's because you want to have more energy to be present with your kids. Maybe you want to look in the mirror and feel amazing and more confident than ever. Maybe you want to start training for that marathon and this is the first step. Maybe you simply want to cultivate a deeper trust with your body and trust that it knows what it's doing. It's always working for you. Maybe there's an outfit you love from years ago. You want to wear it again. Whatever those things are, by focusing on the things you do want, it's going to keep you moving forward in the direction of your goal as you go. It's going to keep pulling you forward toward your goal throughout the process. And guess what? You'll feel more inspired. You'll feel more motivated and you'll stay motivated because you'll see you're making progress and getting closer to the thing you want. This is the secret that most people aren't doing because they don't even know about it. Shifting their focus literally from relying on things they don't want as motivation to using the things they do want as motivation. And when you shift from the negative to the positive, you literally remove that hoop for your brain to jump through and say, okay, instead of focusing on what I don't want, ask yourself, what do I want? You're going to notice that you'll be able to stay motivated even when the going gets tough. And guys, again, I just use this weight loss scenario simply as an example because it's so easy to wrap our mind around, but this goes for any goal you're setting for yourself. Now, most of us, the way we're wired as humans, we're naturally away motivated. We naturally tend to look at the things we don't want. So start there. And then when you feel yourself slipping and you're just not feeling as motivated as you were when you first started out, that's your cue. That's when you need to shift your focus toward what you want so you can stay consistent and keep making progress. It's really that simple. The secret to staying motivated, even when you don't feel like it, is to stay focused on what you do want instead of relying on the things you don't want. Does that make sense? Is that helpful? If there's a light bulb that just went off in your head, I want to hear about it. Come join the podcast community over on Facebook. We've got that direct link to the community here in the show notes and share with me. Tell me one way you're going to take what you just learned and apply it to something you're working on right now. Because when you understand what's going on with motivation, you can use it to help you keep going and moving that needle and making forward progress no matter what. Okay. So that's it. We covered the major motivation mistake that keeps you feeling lost, stuck, and struggling, which is focusing on the negative and giving your brain extra hoops to jump through. And that's also the reason why motivation sometimes just seems to vanish into thin air. And now you know what to do to get it back. Simply shift your focus onto the thing you do want and use that as your motivation so you can continually reach the next level in your life and business. Guys, topics like these literally light me 
up and get me excited because it's the kind of stuff that most business gurus out there aren't telling you. They might touch on some mindset stuff, but fail to give you practical strategies on how to implement it. And maybe it's the opposite. They're focused on giving you all these how-tos and strategies and more things to do, but they fail to give you the mindset shifts you need to keep knocking down the walls of those things unknowingly in your mind that have been holding you back. And that is why I give you both. Because in order to reach the next level in revenue and exposure and find true success in all areas of your life without burning yourself out, you have to be willing to do the only work that matters, the inner work. Because transformation happens from the inside out. So I hope this was helpful to you. And as always, if you'd ever like more info on the programs and tools and resources that I have available to you on how you can really up-level your entire life and dive deeper with me into topics like these so you can transform and grow and get rid of the things holding you back, then please reach out. Visit CourtneyElmer.com slash up-level. I have tons of resources there for you to help you maximize your income and impact without maxing out your time, energy, or effort. And I just want you to know, I appreciate you so much. I love hearing from my listeners and what you guys have to say about this show. And as always, go forth and live your effortless life. You're the best. I'll see you next time. Hey, I've got a serious question for you. Do you ever feel frustrated at how long it takes to grow your following on social media? Do you have a message to share, but you're not sure how to reach a wider audience without forking over thousands of dollars to Facebook on ads? Have you ever considered hosting a podcast? Having a podcast of your own can be one of the fastest ways to build your authority without spending a dime on ads. But if you don't want your show to fade into obscurity, never being heard by your ideal clients on Apple, then you need to have the right strategy going into it so that you're not wasting your time. Don't worry, I've got the strategy and I'm going to show you how to create, launch and leverage your message into a profitable show that creates more traffic and sales for your business. When you head to CourtneyElmer.com slash effortless podcasting right now, you can find out how to work with me to create a highly profitable podcast that positions you as a credible authority in your industry. That's CourtneyElmer.com slash effortless podcasting to find out if hosting a podcast of your own is right for you and your business. As you might have heard me mention inside this episode, if you want to join me for our next live workshop where I'm going to show you how to avoid the biggest mistakes that cause most podcasts to fail within the first 12 months and literally walk you through the exact framework that we teach our students to launch their shows in the top 100 and convert more of their listeners to clients, just go to the effortlesslife.co forward slash podcast workshop. That's the effortlesslife.co forward slash podcast workshop. 